This is the With a Dog Podcast, a podcast for the modern dog parent. I'm your host, Carly, and every Wednesday I bring on pet professionals or some fellow dog parents, and we laugh, learn, and commiserate about everything from the confusing vet visits to dog park etiquette to the 2 a.m. potty breaks. Essentially, life with a dog. Hello, my wonderful people with a dog. I don't know if you can hear in my voice, but I have been very sick the last few days. I think I'm coming out of it, which is good because I have a wedding this weekend and I really want to be better for it. I took it at home COVID test. It was negative. I think it's just a cold dog zaddy had it last weekend um, or last week. And he, of course, gave it to me. Maybe I went a little too hard on my birthday weekend. And by too hard, I mean, we went whiskey tasting for like one night and then we did home projects for the rest of the weekend. But whatever it is, it just hit me like a truck on Sunday afternoon. And because of it, I had to cancel some guest interviews I had scheduled. So I'm telling all of you because unfortunately, it affects you. Those guest interviews I had scheduled for earlier this week were supposed to be the episodes that are coming out for the rest of October. So I'm telling you right now, I'm working really hard to get everything rescheduled, but obviously I'm working with other people's schedules as well with with the guest schedules. So there most likely will not be an episode next week. I'm giving you a heads up right now. I will try to find some kind of thing in the archives maybe. I do have a few recordings that I think never saw the light of day or maybe I can put together like a bloopers reel or something just just to put something out. But most likely, set your expe- expectations low for next week that we probably will not be getting an episode out. Um, and I'm very sorry about that, everyone. But hopefully it's only one week and then we'll be back to regular scheduled programming. On to today's episode. Since this is the first episode in October, we're doing our monthly mantra as we started in season four. So it's only the second month we're doing this. But this one, it's an interesting one. I think a lot of mantras out there are like things to like help you through life or something. This one to me was kind of a a little like kick in the butt and I liked it. So I'm going to share. The mantra is our interest does not equal our impact. Our interest does not equal our impact. So when I first heard that, or when I first read it, I liked it because it's pointing out that your interest does not actually mean that you're taking action on something. So if you're thinking about something and you're concerned about it, what are you doing to impact the situation, like in a positive way, ideally? So maybe, oh, I'm really interested in like environmental change and, and you know, worried about climate change. Are you actually not buying those single-use water bottles? Are you recycling and composting and you like that kind of thing? Or it could even apply to like a friendship. Maybe you avidly follow your friends on Instagram stories. Do you actually text that friend and say, hey, how are you doing? Do you pick up the phone and say like, hey, I want to know how is your new baby or your job or whatever? Like, are you actually following through with your actions and impacting the situation? So I don't know why, but that one just kind of um, 
stuck with me for some reason. And I know some people do sober October. I think this is a really good mantra for that as well. You know, if you've been a little sober curious or maybe you partied a little too much over the summer like I did, you know, and you're and you're interested in it. I think this is a great mantra to keep in mind of your interest does not necessarily mean your impact. You got to follow through with the actions too. I hope you guys enjoy that little mantra. And moving on to the topic of today's episode, manners with dog parents. We source this from all of you on Instagram. Charlotte Ashley and I added our own as well. And this honestly doesn't even cover the whole list, but these are the ones that really resonated with us. And so we decided to have a discussion about it. So I hope you enjoy and let's get into it with Charlotte and Ashley. Happy with a donk Wednesday. We have the FWAD girlies here today. So that's the friends with a dog podcast. Hey. So we've got Hello. Charlotte and Ashley, two friends who also have dogs <laughs> and, <laughs> and hence friends with a dog. So we have Ashley. I'm sorry. That was just so funny. They are two friends. With dogs. I have friends. I have friends. I definitely have friends. Um, okay. So today we are talking about good dog parent manners. And... I think we sourced a lot of these from you guys. We also came up with a few of our own and we're going to go through them. But first things first, let's share our with a dog wins for the month. Charlotte, you go first. Okay. My with a dog win is, um, okay, I have two I want to share. Disclaimer, disclaimer, if you can hear a dog whining in the background, that is Charlotte's dog Annabeth, who is still a puppy, but she's loved. Don't worry. (laughs) <laughs> yes, very loved, just annoying um, because she's a teenage puppy. So Annabeth has been getting a lot better with not potting in the crate and holding her potty longer and not waking me up at night, getting out of that habit, fucking finally. Um, <laughs> so that is my more important with a dog win. But my other with a dog win, this is like so cute. Um, I use the buttons with my dogs and I reintroduce them because Ginsburg didn't really use them and didn't really care to use them. So I just kind of got rid of the talking buttons. Um, But then when I brought Annabeth home, I noticed how much of an observational learner she is. And so I was like, well, we'll try the buttons again. I think she'll really take to it. And she started pressing them like the first day or second day they were down and like experimenting with like their meanings kind of thing and now her favorite way to ask Ginsburg to play is to look at Ginsburg and look at me and then press the play button because she wants Ginsburg to play with her it's so cute wait that's so cute I feel like I've only usually seen the buttons when a dog is trying to communicate with the human not a dog trying to communicate with another dog with the play that's button. the usual that's really cute. it has happened some of the other talking dogs have done it it's very cute now my talking dog is doing it and it's very cute and annabeth is just so pure and wholesome and sweet that it's just adds to she that she is 
She's That's a, a good win. Girl. I love how you're you notice that she's an observational learner. I'd be like, Lupin wants to communicate something to me. So here's a button, Lupin. And you're like, Annabeth is an observational learner. <laughs> <laughs> I have never had a dog. Like, it's not that she's hyper fixating or staring. She's just like looking and processing. She mm-hmm. is really smart. She's just got puppy brain, but she's like crazy smart. And she definitely like learns by watching. We'll be on a walk and you know how walks with hounds normally take a long time because they're sniffing everything. Walks with Annabeth take a long time because she's watching and learning everything. And it's just very cute. She's a good girl. I can't wait for you guys Aww, to meet her. She's so sweet. Annabeth. Aww. She's so good. Little baby. <laughs> that was a good win. Loved it. Yes. Ashley? Jonathan and I are going through a rough patch, but <laughs> now we're quarreling. Um, but I don't think I talked about about this on a recording i just told you guys personally but jonathan lost five pounds hey (laughs) he got put on a diet and it worked and now he's a little string bean johnny yeah good for him get his bod back and for everyone he needed to lose the five pounds this wasn't like a yes he went on his checkup a few months ago and the vet looked at us he was like this is, he's perfect right now, but this is probably the max weight he can be. Ah. <laughs> so he wasn't like too round, but the vet's like, he now's the time to start like kind of reining it in because he's an adult now. He's five. So oh. of course that sent me to his tailspin, but we were like, all right, we had a feeling he was a little too, it was going to his hips. So <laughs> we got that, the confirmation we needed and we, we put him on a diet and it worked finally. <laughs> That was such a diplomatic way for the vet to say yes. that too. Like it's just like this is probably the max weight. Not he's not like the vet's not being like your dog is fat, make them lose mm-hmm. weight, but just like hey, this is the That's limit. Probably- and yeah. you're like okay, I and got I was you. like understood. I I had the feeling. So yeah, he's a he's a slim boy now. Love so, it. Good win. Good win. What about your win, Carly? Um, I think we're. We're like all doing pretty good. Lupin is, um, we're transitioning him to a new food because it seems like he's always had a sensitive tummy and has had a lot of like food allergies. But in his old age, his sensitive stomach has gotten too Mm -hmm. sensitive. Like it's to the point where he was having diarrhea like a little too often. And he definitely has like IBD or something like that like he definitely has like colitis or i don't Same. know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i think his food even though he doesn't have an allergy to it like a food allergy i think maybe it's a little too rich for him now in his old age so i'm officially switching him to a hydrolyzed protein we'll Fancy see how that goes yes i never wanted to switch him like to it earlier in his life because One, I feel like it's a last resort. And so I always wanted to have that in my back pocket Mm. for times like these when he's, you know, 12 or 13. And like, it's like, okay, we we can use this like last resort kind of thing. But then also, I didn't want him to be have to be on a prescription diet, like forever. Like I wanted to get to the root of the problem, which I did when I did his whole like food trial and all of that back when he was like six years old. So I feel like now I'm okay switching him. So um, I think I'd still be open to maybe some other food options for him, but we're seeing how he does with this. So far, so good. So that's that's a win. Like so far, so that's good. Totally he's not a win. he's not getting worse. No poops. No poops. No bad poops. <laughs> 
But um, not getting worse is a big win when you have a senior dog, especially one with tummy problems. Exactly. So, yeah. um, oh, speak of the devil. <laughs> Jonathan's like, I heard you told them about my weight loss. <laughs> Johnny's like, I worked really hard. I want everyone to see. It's like, I sacrificed so much. You had to decide if you went in or out forever. <laughs> We know he'll he he'll throw a fit. Oh, absolutely. He's a, he is a foxhound. Yeah. So I think that's my win, and then <laughs> that's a great win. Albie's great as per usual. So yeah, he's just a perfect boy. Albie is the perfectest perfect boy. I think you know what? If we want to do a little a second minor win, I am feeling a little bit better about displaying my love for Albus. Oh. Because I always felt guilty when I would like pay more attention to Alby than Loopy because Lupin's my like OG soul yeah. dog. But Albus has been is just such a good boy and I'm feeling less guilt because it's so easy right. to love Alby. And so it's easy yeah. to get it's easy to get carried away with it and I'm like I can't do this to Lupin. So, but I'm feeling oh, better. Lupin doesn't know. <laughs> Lupin does. Good. He's it's so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> because Albie, here's the thing. Albie sleeps in our bed with us now, and Lupin has transitioned, oh. which is Lupin always used to be the bed sleeper, but Lupin has transitioned to um, like this chaise lounge that we have in the corner of our bedroom. His, his bed. <laughs> his bed, which is a chaise lounge, and <laughs> that has like a memory foam mattress. Oh on my God. <laughs> anyway, it's so on brand. Oh it's, <laughs> it, it's a lot more comfortable for him, I think, in his old, yeah. his old bones. He likes it more. So he chooses to go there. And so now Albie's like, all right, well, I'll take the bed. And so it's been like that for a while now. And so Albie, I'll just be like giving him his good morning pets and stuff. And then Lupin will pop his head up like across the room and just stare at us. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> but I've been. That is such a hound move. I know. He just like... looks. His old face just pops up and he's like, anyway, so I'm feeling less guilty. I feel like they're both, they're both good. So yeah, that's, that's my win. Good. Ta-da. um okay so what are we talking about today carly we are talking about dog parent manners and i'm very excited for this topic i think there's so many little manners that people don't think about like there's so many little things that you can show your kindness your politeness your appreciation to the world around you and to other dog parents to other people around you who maybe don't have dogs you can have good manners it's like a, co- a little code of honor. We <laughs> did ask, well, Carly and I, uh, Ashley's not on Dogstagram anymore, but we did Check ask. Check that out as on you the can, exclusive. I was just going to say, you can listen to that episode with her. It's it's We've gotten great feedback from it, and it was really interesting um, to hear oh, the we? actual story. <laughs> yeah, we got some good feedback on it. Yeah, people liked it. Which I, I would know because oh. I'm still on Dogstagram. <laughs> yeah, I guess, Ashley, we never told you that people liked the episode because <laughs> people liked it a lot. <laughs> they couldn't give the feedback directly to you. <laughs> oh, sick oh yeah God. no we had a lot of people were like oh i feel this oh this is so relatable um yeah. so yeah go listen to that uh, uh you said it is an exclusive one i couldn't remember. i i lied i was i was wrong no it's public <laughs> okay well go listen to it it's great ashley jonathan's journal um it was like three weeks ago i think yeah yeah, so we asked a couple of, uh, Carly and I put it on our stories with question box and immediately got quite a few responses of um, what you guys also think are dog mom manners. So this is a mix. This episode is going to be a mix of our uh, brainstorming, but also your brainstorming, which is always kind of fun to see what our audience thinks. Agreed. Agreed. So let's just like, let's round table it. 
Like, like yeah. let's each just go, like, pick one and go through. And, yeah, there's quite a few, but I think they're Can all... Can we talk about poop first? Like, equal. A- always. <laughs> always. This is a dog. <laughs> let's talk about shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I have another one, actually, that I just thought of that relates okay. to poop. Well, um, then go for it. <laughs> okay. So, um, I got ever literally everyone but one, I think, uh, who answered my question box, said, pick up your dog's poop. This is a very common thing, like, you can do that all dog parents should do this. 99% of the time, y'all should be picking up your dog's shit. And yes. if you, if someone asks you if you have an extra poop bag, if you do, give it to them because they're trying to do what's right. And I just think that's, like, a nice thing. Um, I think that's like that's like two different ones, just so everyone knows. Yeah. Like pick up your dog's like poop. Related. Which is like obvious. Like pick up your dog's yeah. poop. I would also even add in there, as long as you make an effort to pick up the poop, I think that it counts. So like if yeah. the oh, ableism yeah. thing, if you're not maybe not able bodied, or in my personal lovely experience, Lupin gets the diarrhea and sometimes he'll like yes. cross the sidewalk and it's disgusting, but I like try to like even smear it up as much as I can. As much as you can. As much as you can. If there's like, this sounds yeah. so disgusting. Of course, we're starting on this topic, but if there's well, like- got to start least, with an engaging one. <laughs> I literally will look down and there's like a finger swipe through this like smear. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> obviously through the bag, but like- that tells me if I was a stranger uh, coming up on that, I'm like, they tried. Good for them. They really yes, did try. Yes. Okay. Also, it's better for you if you pick up your dog's shit because you can like see if there's anything abnormal for it. So it's like just beneficial to everyone, including the environment. I mean, again, like 99% of the time, if you have to like go down like kind of a steep hill or something like on a hike, okay, don't put yourself in danger to pick up your dog's shit. Like, but you know, in general, pick up your dog's poop. Yeah. Um, And then the bag. I think and the bag. I think just be nice. Always do what's right. If anyone ever asks for a bag, you always say yes. It's like a rule. Yeah. Honestly, even if it's my last bag, I'm just like the universe will provide. Like (laughs) (laughs) it'll just continue the cycle. Yeah. Just continue. (laughs) And then you're standing there waiting. (laughs) Waiting for someone to come along. And like every now and then you will run out of bags and you won't have a bag. And so like That'll happen to everyone, so pay it forward. Exactly. Like, shit happens, quite literally. Um, uh, <laughs> and one last point I want to make on the poop front. Pick okay. up your own poop. What? Uh, what? <laughs> so let me explain. Um, Colorado, there's a lot of people who hike, right? And sometimes you are taken short on the trails. It, I'm getting there. Colorado was also the first state to legalize marijuana. So there's a lot of weed in poop. And people, this is an issue in Colorado. People don't pick up their poop. Dogs go after it and eat it. And then they get THC poisoning, which is not lethal usually but it is it it's very concerning it's very upsetting sometimes sometimes it causes seizures in dogs um and you kind of have to rush them to the emergency room if they got it really bad um and so you know dig dig a hole <laughs> get a poop shovel and dig a hole and cover it or pick it up if if you're taken short, I hate that we even have to say that. But it, that's 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 it's, honestly a hot take, Charlotte. That's a really good. <laughs> this is reason number like five thousand that you won't catch me hiking or camping. <laughs> I, I personally have to poop in the woods. I have <laughs> personally only had it happen. It happened. Ginsburg and Starsky got into some. It did not have oh THC in it. Personal Thank experience. You. Oh yes. It, luckily, it didn't have THC in it. 
but uh and luckily Ginsburg likes to swim since she was of course the messy one um, <laughs> oh no okay but okay it was, it was very anxiety provoking while I was waiting to see if I'm it mortified. did or didn't have THC in it I'm um, mortified it, you have to wait for like half an hour to see it okay <laughs> see okay. whether they are high okay so everyone anyway, pick up yeah. your poop and your dog <laughs> Just pick up poop, okay? This is groundbreaking. Um, yeah, no, I think that's fair. like also not just like for a clean environment, but Lupin, fucking Lupin, love him to death. He will eat other dogs' poop, and he's a chronic poop eater. And he has, as we've already discussed, sensitive stomach and food allergies, and it literally will send him into a spiral for days, which then sends me into a spiral. So everyone, <laughs> pick up your poop. Okay, cool. That's a Charlotte hot take. Hot take. This it's is why a, it's our, a big problem out here. Actually, like, this is. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I know. This is why we have such a good podcast, the three of us, because I never would have thought about that. But you have the experience of like hiking and all of that, and this is solid. Living solid. in a very high state. Yeah, literally state. and figuratively. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> say, we're a mile high, too, guys. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Poop is done, right? <laughs> I'm yeah. I might need a minute. Yeah, Ashley's still in shock. I'll take the next one. I'll take the next one. Um okay, on that note of like eating things, don't feed other dogs <laughs> treats at the dog park or don't feed anyone else's dog. If you want to give the treat, you always have to ask and then you can't yeah. be offended when they say no. Mm-hmm. That's a big problem for me cuz Ginsburg's allergic to chicken. And salmon also makes her itchy, but she will, she can have like one to three chicken treats, not bites of chicken, like a Zooks that's chicken flavored. If she has any straight chicken or a like high protein chicken treat, I have to deal with diarrhea for like three or four days. And it's like, exactly. that's a big deal to me. Don't feed my dog treats. Like I will tell you yes, once I confirm it's not chicken, but let me confirm that first. I feel like there's so many people out there who think that they're being like dog lovers and like benevolent and honestly to stereotype, mm-hmm. it's usually an older generation that does yes. this, but they just, they stand there like in the middle of the dog park or something and they're just like, can they, like they don't even ask. They just like are handing out treats like it's freaking bird seed or, yeah. and it's just like, they're just like throwing it. Oh, that's another thing is like feeding the ducks and there's a bunch of bread on the ground, but that's, that's not in the manners topic. That's just a personal pet peeve don't get me started yeah <laughs> anyway yeah they're just like throwing it out and i'm like no they can't have any and then they look like i'm they look so affronted they look like i've just taken away their life's greatest gift and, and i'm like starving my dog it's like no my dog will get sick if you feed them please do not right like so many people are like oh it's chicken yeah. i cooked it myself and it's like that makes no difference i said that no. actually makes it worse for ginsburg <laughs> yeah yeah and lupin yeah because he can't have chicken yeah. either Anyway, okay, that was one. I do think there is some, like, I mean, all of these come with nuance, right? But there are some places like Goldens and Golden where, like, 3,000 Goldens gather in about two city blocks. Um, and, like, like there was an old guy handing out treats, and he did ask. Like, you should still ask, but, like, I'm not going to be mm-hmm. pissed if my dog, like, just takes a treat from you because I knowingly brought her to a 3,000 dog event. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If there's a person standing there handing out a ton of treats and a bunch of dogs around, you can't just let your dog go up and then ex- and then ex- get mad at that expect person. Expect them not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Ashley, next one. All right. I think we're kind of st- – we're starting out with, like, obvious ones that need reminders, so I'm going to go with that. 
this one uh respecting areas and businesses that are not dog friendly say no dogs no dogs allowed except service dogs obviously yeah um i'm sorry but there's kind of like a joke in the new york area that it's like except doodles (laughs) because they're the number one like like if they're people will take their doodles into whole foods Mm -hmm. oh we had a huge problem with it with trader joe's we had a dog a husky come in lift his leg on a produce bin huge but, problem okay, no, huge th- problem at the Trader doodle Joe's. thing nothing against the dog breed or the dog <laughs> parents but i think because they're a more common dog yeah. you do see more faux pas by the people i agree yes yeah yeah faux pas is a good name for faux the episode yeah. oh that's a good one. I, I wonder how yeah. I can do that. I like that. Dog faux That's pause. Cute. Dog parent yeah. faux pause. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like that. Um, but yeah, I feel I th- like we don't need to elaborate much. It's <laughs> there's Don't laws. bring your dog into the fucking grocery store. Well, yeah. Unless it's I a think service it's dog. <laughs> respecting the areas slash businesses that aren't dog friendly and respect their choice to not be dog friendly. Yes. Because maybe they didn't have a choice. There's a lot of places, yeah, that they'll have signs that will be like, we love your dogs, but... The New York State Department of Health does not allow dogs in here and they could get us in trouble. So like And if you genuinely don't know, fine. But when someone tells you to take your dog out, take them out. Yeah, and I think it's like areas too. You know, like there's a lot of people in my neighborhood yeah. who have signs that say like don't let your dog pee on this yard or something. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Okay. Like, I mean, Albie will try to lift his leg anywhere and everywhere, but I will drag him away. Like if I see that sign, yeah. I'm gonna try because it's like I respect they want their yard to yeah. not have like brown spots from a bunch of dog pee. And it's like if that, that's like mm-hmm. your decision, that's your property. Like I got you. And also all you have to do is do your best. Like if you slip up, it happens, you know. But like do your best. Do your best to be a good human because I, I hate it when people are like oh they're not dog friendly about like a bar like something and it's like then go to one that is yeah it's, like <laughs> i get it like it is frustrating you leave your dog at home it's okay to leave your dog at home it on that note if your dog doesn't like going to a certain environment you don't have to bring them in fact you probably shouldn't bring them mm-hmm. unless they're like actively training some dogs aren't meant to be patio dogs yeah and that's okay yeah or if you don't like managing your dog in those situations like even if it's a dog-friendly patio, nine times out of ten, I don't bring my dogs because it's just not worth it to me. I'd rather just drink and chat than manage my dogs and get a sip here and there. Well, we're, we're getting more into, like, knowing your dog and your lifestyle and everything. So let's go back to, like, yeah. manners. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Manners. I feel like this goes along, like, just in life in general and with a lot of other things. But can we try not to judge other dog parents as much? It happens a lot, especially in the online dog community and there's always circumstances we don't see even in real life there's circumstances that we don't see you know like we can't see if someone has a disability or they're trying i mean sometimes you can see if they're trying their best or if they're actively socializing and training you can kind of tell but you can't always tell and or maybe the dog just had diarrhea and it's not that they didn't pick up the poop it's that you know they couldn't pick up the poop yeah i feel like there's just a lot of judgment and like i think we all benefit including ourselves from giving people a little more grace i think it's really easy especially like with stereotype like bully breeds or something if you see like oh my god yeah i feel so bad for bully breed owners yeah like well it's just i think a lot of people 
I think sometimes they get judged because especially if it's like a good looking bully breed, people think that they got them from a breeder. And it's like, you don't know. Yeah. Like you don't know how they got that dog. They could have done, they could have been a rescue. Or there's the assumption that even if they did get it from a breeder, it was a bad, shitty breeder, puppy mill like situation. And it's like, you don't, you don't yeah. know. And yeah. And I can think- we just stop judging people for how they get their dogs? You can disagree, but you don't have to be an asshole about it. Well, I think, okay, that goes on to my next manners point is like, so the don't judging, but no unsolicited advice. Hmm. I was thinking about like training as as well, because you don't know like how experienced someone is. There's their first dog. Maybe you see them doing something that like you personally wouldn't do, but like they haven't figured it out yet. They'll probably figure it out. But like you can't just be like, that's terrible because then like they're going to get defensive. Like the people will figure things out eventually. Yeah. They're less likely to listen to you if you tell them. Exactly. Unsolicited. Like Like, that's the thing, like the unsolicited advice. Like we get it also on Dogstagram all the time. Again, go listen to Ashley's episode. She got a lot of it. Get it in real life. Y'all can't see because this is an audio recording, but Ashley just rolled her eyes in the biggest, funniest way possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's rough. I mean, it's also stuff like, I mean, I got a lot with Ike because people would be like, oh, my God, that dog is so skinny, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I just fucking adopted him. Like, yes. Like, are you kidding me? And you were figuring out dietary issues and his breed, they're skinnier. (laughs) And he had cancer the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Like, we don't know the circumstances. Just don't be a dick. And if you're going to judge someone, do it in your head. (laughs) Exactly. Like, it's, I think there's always ways that we like judge, but it's what I do. As long as you're, (laughs) you, if the dog is obviously like more or less like their needs are met, they are cared for, and they're not breaking any laws, then just don't say anything to anyone. Mm. Because I feel like the amount of times, like going back to, oh, no, he can't have a treat. Thank you, though. They're, then they, they're like, oh, well, have you tried this? It's a really, it's a herbal remedy. And I'm just like, I <laughs> don't want to hear about your, like, like, I don't want the advice, basically. You're like, I don't care. Look I at know me. my dog best. <laughs> You're like, I'm a white millennial woman. Do you not think <laughs> that I have already Googled everything available on the market? <laughs> my dog is my personality. Do you not like, realize that? <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I wear a fanny pack on my dog walks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. Okay, cool. We need to move on from that topic. Okay. Yeah, we do. Before I get triggered, especially. Uh, (laughs) That was mine, Ashley. Yeah. Um, Speaking of me getting triggered, um, (laughs) (laughs) keeping, especially in like situations, dog parks and stuff, I'm I'm a big um, team, like intervene when your dog is humping or getting out of hand i personally want people to intervene um i do not like it when my dog gets humped he doesn't like it i know he won't do anything it just it it personally really grinds my gears when people don't so that's why we don't go to dog parks anymore but pay attention to your dog pay attention to your dog and if they're displaying obviously rude behavior don't let them do not sit on your phone at the dog park just keep your head on a swivel (laughs) Well, it's always it's always better to be err on the side of caution yes. in yes. those situations. So it's like I do get like some dogs, let's say a, like, you know, some dog is humping your dog or something. Albie. Hi, Albus. Albie's, Albie's awake. Okay, hold on. Mike needs to come Attention, in. everyone. He's awake. <laughs> 
Albus has the cutest little pre-dinner woo-woos. He's very cute. I am They're very jealous you got to snuggle with Albie. So cute. Oh, we snuggled. <laughs> Hardcore. There they are! I'm talking about how great your dog is. He's a good boy. I love him. <laughs> Albie, if anyone can hear the background noise, Albie is getting fed right now. He's very excited I heard it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... Like some dogs will warn off another dog and it's all part of like dog play and dog behavior. But you always want the like owner of that dog to say it's okay. Like you yeah. always, you yeah. know, like so if your dog is humping another dog, it's good manners to go over and pull your dog off or or give them a cue or whatever so they stop. And then it's up to that other dog parent to say, oh, no, it's okay. He'll he'll tell you if he doesn't like it or he'll you know like whatever yeah and then then it's fine but like you always have to be the one who's like in charge of your own dog and if they're doing something that potentially could cross a line in play or behavior with another dog it is up to you to yes rein it in or like do something about it and then also here's my other thing (laughs) is (laughs) um sorry to caveat uh, off of yours ashley is Many dogs will hump, have like to hump Lupin, mm-hmm. and he will not warn them off. He will not give them the little like no thank you. And he's also not fast enough, especially in his old age, to like get away from them. And so I have had to pull other dogs off of him in a very kind way. Like, in a, like I'm not like grabbing the scruff of their neck and being like, no, it's like I'll just kind of like insert myself in and be like, all done and kind of like push the other dog away. And yeah. the other owner has to be okay with that. Like the yeah, other yeah. the other dog parent of that dog that I pulled away has to – if they didn't intervene, then they it's good manners for them to not yeah. come at me. They yeah. don't have to love it yeah. that I touch their dog, but they can't, they can't get angry back. And that's part of the uh, – for me, that's part of the manners thing. Yeah. If you don't want to, someone to do that, don't let your dog hump. You know, like just, just yeah. be aware. Be aware of what your dog is doing and, you know, use some common sense as to whether it's polite or not. It really annoys me when dogs are – there are dogs that are like clearly like dominant and like will hump every dog in the dog park. And like the parents just it's, – it's always the most – the parents that don't give a shit and they just mm-hmm. let the dog do it. And it's or they like it. havoc. They like yeah. that their yeah. dog is or like they think it's funny. Dog. Yeah. yeah. Or they yeah. think it's hilarious. And I get like, so mad. He needs to be taught a lesson. Well, I don't want my dog to have to teach a lesson. You know, I. Mm. My dog will not teach a lesson. It just makes yeah, me so mad. Some dogs won't. And I err on the side of intervening. I do think there are circumstances I want my dog to be able to like manage her feelings herself. Um, but obviously, like in a high intensity environment like a dog park especially you know you're you're going to need to intervene to keep everybody safe and you know if your dog is the one getting humped be watchful this is more just being a good dog parent but like be watchful as to whether it's an annoyance or whether it's like flooding and traumatizing them well i mean i have an example too of albie at the dog park he's very good with other dogs but sometimes he can get to the point where he gets a little vocal so he sounds like growly snorty and i like to me it's considered good manners if another like another dog parent is next to me and like our dogs are playing and albie starts doing that i'm like i promise he's not growling he's you know he gets a little vocal when he's excited and like i just explain like what i know about my dog 
And that's like, to me, part of good dog parent manners. Right. Like, don't worry. Hey, heads up. He just gets a little vocal. And then if he does get to a point where he, because he does, gets to a point where he wants to. Yeah, exactly. He gets overstimulated. He almost like wants to win the play instead of just playing Mm -hmm. anymore. And that's when I know to intervene. Yeah. Also, just know when your dog is done. They're not even having fun anymore. Like, I don't know. I try to be really mindful of that with Ginsburg just because she's a pretty intense dog. So, like, be willing to leave. Be willing to leave. That's more dog park etiquette. Yeah. That's more – yeah. Maybe we need another episode on dog park etiquette. But, like, manners is – I feel like displaying those things tells other dog parents – like you can trust me to intervene you can like yeah Yeah. it's like a manners kind of thing back and forth we'll say though sometimes people say like oh he's just playing and i'm like "Mm, no he's not Mm. yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. also i don't care if he's just playing it's not appropriate play yeah (laughs) yeah he's just playing well that's yeah we maybe we do need (laughs) episode or something oh i really like this one like give warnings and this kind of goes to what carly was saying like you know if someone wouldn't assume it you can explain like what's going on like oh he's just a more vocal dog so like if someone asks to pet your dog and just be like oh just so you know he likes to jump and we're working on it so sorry in advance or you know or please please don't pet her if her front feet come off the ground um that's what i always say i'm like Mm -hmm. as long as she's not jumping yes you can pet her that's fine and that seems to be working for training for ginsburg but it's also like priming that person to have a successful positive interaction with your dog i put uh, (laughs) i wrote this one down because it's literally me at work because jonathan only humps at work so i have to tell people (laughs) Like, he's a humper. We're trying to figure out <laughs> what to do about it. But if you could do me a favor and just shove him off, that'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Like, set like, everyone up for success. In I'm so sorry. We know it's a problem. Please, like, yell at him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's just it gives other people, like, a code of conduct. It Like, it's good manners yeah. on your part, like, as the dog parent, to tell other people of, like, this is you know how you you're gonna need to treat my dog kind of like if they do something yeah i i think it's also just nice to be like i'm aware that this is a problem like i want you to know that i know that this is a problem mm-hmm. yeah like um i don't want you to think i'm like not a good like pet parent i just i like i want you to know i'm aware of this yeah you know it's an issue <laughs> yeah i have just one more thought on this subject a lot of people say you know don't and and i'm not saying this is wrong just don't have your dog off leash in on leash areas and one thing i think that sort of goes along with the warnings is a lot of people get very annoyed by oh don't worry he's friendly i understand where that annoyance comes from but in the spirit of not judging other people and providing context i actually appreciate when someone whose dog doesn't have a recall when they do tell me he's friendly because then i have the heads up i don't need to move my dog out of the way and i i know i don't have to get stressed because it's not going to be a bad situation. It's not that I'm okay with the out of control dog. It's just that I appreciate the context of knowing that the dog is not going to like attack my dog or anything. Um, yeah. 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 So I think, I think the yeah. concern usually probably is when they're, someone's like, he's friendly and the dog is like barreling towards them is like, well, my dog isn't. Right. So, yeah. Right. And I recognize I have the privilege of my dogs are fine with greetings. And yeah. so it's not like that big of a deal, but I actually personally like that warning. Like at least if somebody is going to have an out of control dog, I prefer having the warning that he's a nice dog. 
coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that kind of goes on to the um, try not to be a dick with like leash rules. <laughs> if your dog's off leash and not in control, that's that's not cool. Yeah, I mean that's like yeah, it's going into like etiquette and and all of that. But as you said, if they're off leash in a place where they're supposed to be on leash, the bare minimum part of the manners is that they need to be under control. They should be yes. on a leash, but if they aren't, they they at least need to have extremely good recall and and listen to you. They can't just be like yeah. barreling around. Yeah. Yeah, they should just have a recall in general. That's just a safety thing too. Like you love your dog, so like let's keep them safe. Kind of in the same category of off leash, but also telling other people how to treat your dog, kind of like, oh, he's friendly or like whatever. If you tell another dog or person, don't like, oh no, like don't do not approach, you listen to them without question. Yeah. Like hell you yeah. do not argue with them. Well, it's not even, I mean, obviously for safety reasons, but it's like it doesn't matter their reason. You say right. like mm -hmm. if they tell you not approach, you just don't question it. And and it's right. like, okay, they're giving me a boundary and I'm gonna follow it. And don't worry, dogs love me. Yeah, I don't care. Like, I know my dog better than it's you. It's always a white man. <laughs> yeah, it's always a white man. But in, usually an older one. <laughs> in relation yeah. to other dog parents, mm -hmm. like if if our dogs are pa passing each other on the sidewalk and you say like, and someone says, can they say hi? Which one is great manners of the other person. So actually we can roll yep. that into a different thing. It's like that person is saying, can they say hi? Which yeah, is, they're asking permission. Yes, which is a great manners one. So that was on our list. But then also, alternatively, no matter what that other person says, both parties have to be okay with that response. Yeah. So if you say, can they say hi? And the other person says, no, thank you. You have to be like, okay, and go on your way. And again, like you can think whatever you want in your head, but like don't. Try not to get hurt by it or anything because it's okay and dogs are their property, so it's their prerogative. And then also just to like round out that point of asking if it's okay if your dog says hi, I think as a dog parent, you have to say that to literally anyone your dog wants to say hi to. If it's another dog, oh, yeah. if it's another person, if it's a kid. Especially if it's a kid. Yeah. Like even if, if the other party, even if that kid is displaying like, oh, I want to pet the dog. You look at the parents and you say, can they say hi? Yeah. And obviously if your dog mm. wants to say hi too, like if your dog doesn't, then she's like, no, thank you. And go your own way. But anytime your dog is greeting anyone, I think you have to say, can they say hi? That's good manners. I feel like all these rules are like doubly so if the other person's a kid. Like... If the other person's a kid, you better as hell tell them how to greet your dog politely. You know, like, oh, she does jump and we're working on that. So I'm going to have you like give her these treats or you want to say hi. OK, I want you to put these treats on the ground and then pet her butt. Like, <laughs> that's what I do with Ginsburg because she's jumpy. And if it's a kid, I don't want Ginsburg jumping on the kid. Yeah. But I want her to be comfortable with kids. So I, in, you know, encourage it. But yeah, it's always got to be okay with all the parties. There's got to be over communication is better than under communication when it comes to stuff like that. Yes. Especially when to grab one. I keep like hearing stuff so that I'm like, is Johnny okay? Okay. Um, personally, I'm a big proponent of keeping your dog as close to you as you can when things are around other people. Um, obviously fine if you're in the middle of nowhere, but personally in the city i keep jonathan really close close to myself kind of in a heel as best as i can um and when we pass other dogs i pretty much always push him to the outside we'll, like switch and i'll like put put him uh, like 
up against the buildings just to create more space yeah. in case there's another dog, just in case, like, the dog doesn't like other dogs. It creates more space for, like, um, safety reasons, just in case, like, um, and also... I know Jonathan likes to wander towards dogs, so yeah. it's like a physical <laughs> barrier because I know he will just immediately try to go to say hi. So it's just like another that's that's what I do. Um, I feel like it's good. I, I know that like other re- like reactive dog parents appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I've been told. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, especially. Yeah. If you're in a busy like you're in a busy city. So I feel like in the suburbs. Yeah. You're not going to. I feel like most people not most, but like a lot of people who have reactive dogs will take them somewhere that yeah. like, they're not going to see other dogs or something. But you can't really do that when you're in a city. And it's just like you never yeah. know. And it's just always put them on the I other side. I pretty much always assume that the other dog does not want to say hi. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good assumption. Um, that's yeah. good manners. On that note, like keeping that your dog like to yourself and on a short lead, I think that's good of like being mindful that not everyone likes dogs. And not mm-hmm. everyone Yeah, because not everyone does. Your dog. Yeah, like that. This is actually was uh, Dog Zaddy's one because he brings Albie into work and mm-hmm. not everyone wants a dog like sniffing them in the elevator or whatever. So <laughs> so Dog Zad will like put him in between his legs and, and kind of keep him contained. Like keep him in his like, no, this is your little bubble. You don't go up to people. You don't. And just keep him on a really short lead until he's in a different area of the office where he can be a little bit on a longer lead. And I think that goes too for like, if you're on a patio or a brewery or like anywhere really in public, you just like, you, you can't let your dog just like wander to other tables yeah. or like whatever, unless it's mm-hmm. obviously unless like it's a dog bar, <laughs> a dog bar. Yeah. 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 But even then um, it's just like, I'm still just like, I always err on the side of keep them as close as possible. Mm-hmm. And always keep an eye on them, even at the dog, especially at the dog bar. Keep an eye on them. So also on that, like, try not to let your dog stare or hyper focus at really any other animals, but especially on other dogs. Because, you know, while eye contact is not always bad for dogs to humans uh, because of the co-evolution, it is not. It's almost always I would say, like, 90% of the time, like, confrontational do- between dogs. Hyper-focused like, staring. Hyper-focused staring. Staring eye contact. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, and I mean, that takes some time just getting to know your dog in terms of, like, what is focused and what is hyper-focused for them to an unhealthy level. But try to be aware of that because you could be unintentionally starting a dog fight um, if you're letting your dog, like, hyper-focus and stare. That can yeah. be very triggering. That's a good one. Dogs. That's a more of like a yeah. nuanced manners one. Actually, the person who sent this in is a trainer. So mm. that uh, I thought that was very insightful. Yeah. Um, next one for me. This one is kind of also like on the same note as leash and off leash. And we've kind of alluded to it. But if another dog is on leash, don't let your dog go up to them. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I think there's some nuanced things with he- this. But I think a lot of people... Like maybe their dog is off leash and another dog is across the park on leash. Don't be like, oh, there's another doggy. Go say hi. It's like maybe yeah. that dog is on leash for a reason. Um, next up, Ashley. Um, next up, how about feeding your dog away from other dogs? Oh my god, do not feed your dog near Ginsburg. She will attack your dog. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is a huge pet peeve for me. Is if anyone mm-hmm feeds like that's how lupin 
got a huge like a rip in his ear and it had to be stitched up anyway this is a huge pet peeve for me is like when other people just will put their dog's food bowl just down in like the middle of the room and expect my dog's to be they have no resource guarding like my dogs don't actually have that issue which is very fortunate but they will go and try to share that food with that dog and maybe the other dog is like who is this stranger dog my dog will steal your dog's food yes my dog has gotten a lot better uh but i don't like to chance it and this is also goes back to like don't be a dick know your dog's limits my dog's limit i i cannot risk feeding her too close to other dogs so i make sure to tell people that in advance and be like she has some pretty significant resource guarding it's getting better we're working on it but i do not want anyone to get hurt so you know give me a heads up before you feed your dog (laughs) like so that i can make appropriate arrangements so no one gets hurt but also just don't feed your dog in a stupid place yeah that's even going above (laughs) and beyond like you know for ginsburg is but it like i think it is like good manners on the part of the other dog parent of just like don't don't put your food bowl down in the middle of the room when there's other dogs around even if the dogs are friends and they've known each other since they were puppies or like whatever i always just do it kind of like in a corner and like have their little moment to eat like that's Mm -hmm. right and then you pick the bowl up immediately after that's just to me that's like such basic dog manners and it's actually a huge one so i'm happy like just communicate about food like, food's a big thing with dogs. Communicate when a dog is going to have food. Yeah, know? yeah. And just be like, I'm going to feed my dog now. I'm going to put the bowl here. I know someone who will literally give their dog, like, a big old bone right in front of Loopy and Albus. And oh it drives goodness. me nuts. That was a good one. Thank you, Ashley. Next one. This is this is me. We're moving into hot takes. Yeah. <laughs> this is hot takes. And I'm very you probably happy. cut out the middle. <laughs> just <laughs> go with these. Okay. This is not talking about your dog all the time. This is very difficult for me because my dogs are my like primary personality trait. And well, preach it to the choir. I know, but <laughs> I, know, I know it's something like I have to like be conscious of because I don't realize. God, it's really difficult. It's, but that doesn't it mean really do it. Is. It really is hard. Obviously, we have a dog podcast. We've spent this last hour talking about like dog manners. <laughs> we can talk dogs. <laughs> But it's kind of like that same thing when your friend who has like a baby and all they do is talk about their kids. Oh, my God. God. It's the same exact thing. Like, think about how you're coming. I love kids and I hate that. Have a better personality. (laughs) And if your entire personality is your dog, maybe diversify your personality a little bit. Exactly. For me personally, I'm like, my life is literally dogs all the time. Give me a break. Me too. If someone is like talking about their dog all the time, I'm like, I need to talk about something else. Can we talk about something else? Yes. Talk about nail polish. Tell me something about your life. Like, like, yes. It's like the bringing in the dog and like (laughs) situations that we were not talking about the dogs too, where we'll just be like, oh my God, it's storming. Jonathan hates thunderstorms. (laughs) It's like, okay. Yes. Yeah. Like, I literally did just do that. Like, it's fine. 15 minutes ago. But it was because I was like, oh, do I need to let him in this crate? But anyway. Also, we're on a dog <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, it's so true. Like, it, people just find ways to bring their dog up in conversations. And I'm going to add, I'm going to tack on another one, even though I just said that one, but I'm going to tack on another hot take with this. I'm ready. Not one upping other dog parents in mm. conversation about dogs. So, Ashley, with your example, the thunderstorm, 
you say, oh, Jonathan hates thunderstorms. And then a one-upper would be like, oh my gosh, I know my dog has to go in a kennel and take CBD. And it's just like, okay. See, I don't mind that most of the time because the way I relate to people is by like, we go back and forth. You tell me something, I tell you something, and it's like all part of the same general conversation. I understand why it's obnoxious, but also it's an ADHD thing. <laughs> I think it's the consistency at which it's done. Yes. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Like I think I think that's fine. But when you it's fine when you're like go back and forth and you're like, oh God, yeah, my dog has a hard time with that too. Period. Right. Like that that's fine. But as soon as they're like the one upping part. They yeah. have to bring it back to their dog. Like they talk about their dog all the time and they one up. I just, I just, I know I don't want to be around that person. Self-awareness is good. In general, yes, self-awareness exactly. is good. And sometimes it's hard, but you know, we should all work on self-awareness. If this feels like an attack, it's an attack on ourselves. Honestly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Since I just said I do all of this. <laughs> this is so meta. Yeah. All right. Last couple. Ready? Go. Uh, get off your phone during walks. Okay, this was my hands down, the post that I made in the past that got the most hate. Really? Because people took it real personally. I, if you're taking yeah. it personally, that's a sign that you're doing something wrong. I am on my phone during the walk the whole time. I'm not going to lie. I am also <laughs> on my phone more than I should be, but also but that's something I'm constantly me. trying to improve because it's bad. <laughs> What bothers me is I think it's because I'm in a city situation where there's so much going on and people are just like holding out the retractable leash while on the phone. Like mm -hmm. the dog pooped and they didn't even notice like that sort of stuff or like dogs coming towards mine and like they aren't noticing. It's like yeah. that type of stuff. I'm sure like Carly, if a dog was coming your way, you would get yes. off the phone. No, I know. It's, <laughs> I was joking. I'm mainly talking to my grandma while I'm on the phone or my sister yes. or something or like while I'm and on like, the dog walk. Like, don't be on your phone to the point you aren't aware of what your dog is doing. I think that's yes. reasonable. Like, I'm not, like, saying this as, like, a blanket statement either. Yeah. Like, yeah, sometimes my grandma calls me on my phone. And, like, I'll, when I'm on the walk, I'll pick up. Or, like, oh, maybe, like, your phone's blowing up and you, like, have to turn it off or whatever. Like, like I don't care. It's just, like, the principle of, like at least have some sort of percentage of awareness of your surroundings before I approach you. Like, it's just like really bad around here. So yes. just be crazy. Like, what if your dog is in the street and you don't notice? <laughs> like, no, I agree. I think that was a really good one to end on. Yeah, it was a hot take. And I think it's something that we can all be a little yeah. bit better at of yeah yeah there have been times where i've like looked up from my phone or i've gotten so caught in my conversation when i'm talking to someone on the phone that i was like oh shit lupin is like about to poop or whatever yeah. i didn't realize yeah. it or something or, like that oh, crap, and I, I didn't see that dog over there luckily i looked up before it got here <laughs> yes every time i look at my phone jonathan eats something so exactly this is oh my god personal yes i yes. i relate like, to that without fail well, that's why this is a manners episode. It's stuff that we can all work on, not just us, <laughs> all dog parents. All of our ideas came from ourselves, our own experiences, yes. our own experiences <laughs> yeah. slash our own faults. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, my guys. gosh. All right. Good convo, everyone. Thank you so much. You did it. We love talking to you guys. 
Thanks yes. for listening to us we like blather. talking to the ether. We do. <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening to all three of us. That was kind of a, a hard episode to make enjoyable for you because I think we were just kind of listing things off. So I, I think hope it's everyone enjoyed. And um, if you like this podcast, go drop a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Follow me at With a Dog Podcast on Instagram. Carly with a dog on is my personal account on Instagram and TikTok. Charlotte is I'm Charlotte sh- with dogs everywhere on both pretty much right? everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Instagram, at TikTok, Facebook. <laughs> don't follow Ashley. <laughs> don't follow Ashley. She doesn't want you. And <laughs> once again, I will redirect you to Ashley's episode from a few weeks ago. Go listen. It's great. Uh, and that's subscribe. It. Subscribe to our exclusives. We love new Fwad Squad members. If you like this episode, yes. there's a lot more when this came from. If you liked three dog moms chatting it up. Then we also have an exclusive podcast called Friends with a Dog. Check that out. It's in the show notes. And we will see you next week. Bye. 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 All content on the With a Dog podcast is for informational and comedic purposes only. It should not replace professional advice, treatment, or diagnosis by a certified veterinarian, trainer, or behaviorist.